Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh, now a clear sky and a cool 31 degrees. KNSS breaking news. One person is dead after a shooting in South Wichita. Dispatch says the shooting occurred at South Hydraulic and MacArthur Road just after 2 a.m. Police say no arrests have been made and there is no threat to the general public. The shrinking field of Republican presidential hopefuls is preparing to gather on a debate stage for the fourth time this year. The debate at the University of Alabama will be their next meeting before the Iowa caucuses kick off the presidential nominating season next month. Four candidates will be on stage, but frontrunner Donald Trump will not be among them. The former president has skipped all the debates to avoid giving his trailing rivals more attention. In an effort to retain and recruit police officers, the city of Wichita recently reopened the current Fraternal Order of Police contract. Tuesday, the city council approved bonuses and a pay raise. All certified members of the FOP bargaining unit and supervisory non-representative police positions will receive a one-time $5,000 bonus. Beginning next year, certain classifications within the department will receive a 13.27% salary increase. Wichita FOP President David Inklar thanked the city and council for the work and said addressing the remainder of items from the Jensen Hughes report was important to the FOP. Our goal is not to only resolve these matters, but only take significant strides towards becoming the highest paid police department in the state of Kansas and the premier law enforcement agency within the region. In addition, the amended agreement for next year allows for changes in administrative investigations and grievance procedures. Rodney Price, KNSS News. The bonuses will cost the city an extra $3.4 million this year, while the salary increases next year will cost an additional $6.5 million. The agreement also allows for two and a half times overtime pay and an increase in clothing allowances for officers, detectives, sergeants, and crime scene investigators. The Sedgwick County Emergency Communications Advisory Board met Tuesday and voted unanimously to begin an ex- external investigation into what they are calling the Brook Hollow Incident. After a fire in October at Brook Hollow Apartments left 22-year-old Paoli Badeski dead, there has been an outcry from the fire union saying her death was preventable and due to 911 error. City and county officials agree to an external audit to decide their next steps and how to prevent such problems in the future. The war between Israel and Hamas continues following a week-long ceasefire. Fox's Greg Palkett reports from southern Israel on the latest operations by the Israel Defense Forces. It's been called some of the most intense airstrikes in ground combat of the nearly two-month war between Israel and Hamas. The terrorists targeted on land, sea, and air. Remaining pockets of militants in the northern Gaza Strip routed. Israeli troops charging into the group's southern hideout. 
Israel reportedly putting numbers to its battle. Sources claiming of the 15,000 killed in Gaza, 5,000 are Hamas fighters. That still leaves a big civilian death toll, a surging humanitarian crisis. Hamas might be down, but it's not out. Rockets fired from Gaza as far north as Tel Aviv. Amid reports, Israel is considering flushing out Hamas tunnels with seawater. At risk, hostages who might be hidden underground. During the seven-day pause in fighting, more than 100 hostages were, were released from Gaza. Dozens of individuals remain kidnapped by Hamas. A campaign fundraiser comment in Boston from President Biden may be making some Democrats wonder what if for 2024. At a campaign fundraiser, the president is said to have told donors that if former President Trump was not in the race, quote, I'm not sure I'd be running. He also implored Democrats not to let Trump win. The remark comes within a week of several Democrats telling Reuters that there would be upheaval in the Democratic Party should President Biden not run for any reason. One Democrat lamented there's no plan B. Some have even said that Vice President Kamala Harris replacing Biden at the top of the ticket would not be automatic. Democrats do say as long as he's in, they will back him. Gernal Scott. Fox News. KNSS News time now, 6.05, five minutes past six o'clock. Stephen Ted of the morning, KNSS, 6.09, nine minutes past six o'clock. The Kansas Association of Counties is holding its annual meeting in Wichita this week. Sedgwick County Commission Chair Pete Meitzner tells KNSS News some 500 officials from the state's 105 counties are in town. It's kind of a good interacting of uh, what are the hot topics and how do you handle various things. I've looked through the agenda. It's pretty extensive. and But anyway, we'll have 500 people from around the state walking around downtown for, for this thing in the next three days. Meitzner commented during his weekly appearance on the Stephen Ted in the Morning Show on KNSS. The White House Tribal Nations Summit kicks off in the nation's capital. President Joe Biden will address hundreds of attendees at the White House Tribal Nations Summit held at the Department of the Interior in Washington, D.C. The annual two-day event, the third hosted by the Biden administration, reps for Secretary of the Interior Deb Holland say she will join virtually after testing positive for COVID-19. In a statement, the White House explains leaders from across the administration will announce new actions and updates that will build on the progress that has already been made, create new opportunities for tribal consultation and input, and produce lasting changes that will impact the lives of tribal citizens for generations to come. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Women's sports advocates and Democrats clashed at a congressional hearing over how proposed changes to Title IX would affect women's sports. A congressional panel digging into the issue of transgender athletes in women's sports. Congresswoman Summer Lee, a Pennsylvania Democrat, suggested the concerns were based on prejudice. It's disappointing to me that although the title of this hearing implies a much-needed discussion, we're likely going to be forced to listen to transphobic bigotry. But Kim Russell, a former women's college lacrosse coach, said the biological differences could ruin women's sports. I will never apologize for for believing that women and girls should have the right to single-sex competition, a right for which women before me fought tirelessly. In Washington, Mike Emanuel, Fox News. One major airline is facing a lawsuit 
over accusations of a hidden camera on board flights. The family of a 14-year-old girl is suing American Airlines. The lawsuit claims a flight attendant taped a cell phone to a toilet seat before their daughter went to use the restroom during a September flight from Charlotte, North Carolina to Boston. The girl says she noticed the phone because the flashlight was left on, adding the male flight attendant immediately went into the restroom after she finished. The girl's father later confronted the man, but there were no pictures on his phone. The suit alleged they were quickly deleted. Tom Graham, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 612, 12 minutes past 6 o'clock. Right now in Wichita, well, the traffic volumes are still fairly light. The traffic conditions are looking fairly good out there. Really not seeing uh, too many problems on the roadways at the moment. We did take a quick look at the gasoline prices. And the gasoline prices still vary pretty wildly at the upper end, $2.99 a gallon. And that's actually a fairly common price out there. But at the low end, quite a bit less, two fifty-three dollars a gallon. I spotted that. Near 119th West and Central. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. And now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With a clear sky in Wichita, temperatures fell near the freezing mark overnight. We are expecting a warm-up today with a high temperature of 58 this afternoon and a gusty south wind. It'll be clear and not as cold tonight. Tello 43, sunny and breezy on Thursday with a high 65. I'm KNSS meteorologist and holiday. Now clear and a cool 29 degrees. We have a south wind at 7 miles per hour. Steve at 10 in the morning here on Wednesday, December 6, 2023. A uh, sunny day across central Kansas Tuesday. Wichita's high temperature was 51 degrees. Normal high for the date, 49. Good morning, Ted Woodward. Hi there. On this date in 1950... Wichita recorded its earliest sub-zero temperature for the winter season when the mercury dropped to one below zero. <laughs> when was that? 1950. Mm. Yeah, big weather event. On this date in 1865, the 13th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution abolishing slavery was ratified as Georgia became the 27th state to endorse it. That was in 1865. NCAA President Charlie Baker is asking members to make one of the most dramatic shifts in the history of college sports by allowing highly resourced schools to pay some of their athletes. In a letter sent to more than 350 Division I schools Tuesday, Baker said he wants the association to create a new tier of NCAA Division I sports where schools would be required to offer at least half their athletes a payment of at least $30,000 per year through a trust fund. Baker also proposed allowing all Division I schools to offer unlimited educational benefits and to enter into name, image, and likeness licensing deals with athletes. There you go. Those, uh, you know, the, the, the athletes are supposedly pursuing excellence or whatever, but, but they're toiling for the schools out there. Schools are making money, right? Mm-hmm. And now the athletes are starting now to make money. Now the athletes money. are getting a piece of the pie. Uh, how, does it, how does that work, Ted? Is, is well, that's the, what this whole thing is trying to figure really out. Haven't got it doesn't any, really work. It's okay. kind of the wild, wild west right now. Is it? You can do anything you want. Yeah. I think this is an attempt to start to try to, try get to it, regulate that and get it make things yeah. a little more equitable, although they'll never be equitable. No, they won't. Vice President Kamala Harris has broken a Senate record that stood, stood for nearly two centuries. Oh, Tuesday, Harris cast a 
tie-breaking vote for the 32nd time in her term. The previous record of 31 tie-breaking votes was set by John C. Calhoun, who served as vice president under John Quincy Adams from 1825 to 1832. With the Senate split 50-50 between Republicans and Democrats, Harris has frequently been needed to cast the deciding 101st vote. That's the way it works. That's what you have when you have a 50-50 Senate. To mark the occasion, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer presented Harris with a golden gavel. The deciding vote, 101. How many times? 101? No, 32. Uh There you go. Yeah, that's right. That's that's, uh, what happens when you're split 50-50 in a democracy like we And you know exactly how every one of those 100 people is going to vote. Yeah. They all follow the party line. All the party line. They all do it the same way every time. It's just, the party line is much more important than, than, actually, uh, than actually what's best for the nation. Best for the nation. It's, that's, that's the bottom line of this thing. The party, the party, the party. Of course, when they cast their vote, I'm sure most of them think this is what's best for the well, nation. Sure. We know what's best, right? You and I know what's best. All right. Six seventeen. But yet half of the people seem to disagree on what's best and what's not. Yeah. So that's why we end up in this mess. <laughs> All right. It's uh, 617. Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Time for leadoff sports here on this Wednesday morning with Ted Woodward. Basketball. Yeah. What a game in Manhattan last night. Yeah. An instant classic, I guess, unless you're a Villanova fan. Kansas State hosting Villanova up in Manhattan for the third straight game. K-State goes to overtime. That hasn't happened in 60 years. K-State and Villanova played a good one. It was close, and it came right down to the very end. The Cats, in fact, were trailing with seconds winding down. You heard the game last night on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Eight seconds to shoot. He's going to drive. A step back three for the lead. K-State holds on to win it by that score. Big crowd of 10,000-plus on hand at Bramlage Coliseum last night. K-State gets its first win ever in the fourth annual Big 12 Big East battle. Good stuff. After the game, play-by-play voice of the Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson spoke with head coach Jerome Tang. Congratulations, man. What a great win. Thank that was you. a big-time win. Big-time win, big-time atmosphere. Uh, thank you to the students who... Um, they weren't offended by my challenge. You know, they embraced it, and that's just the kind of people we have here at K-State and to our fans, uh, season ticket holders who also embraced it and uh, took care of business. We don't win this game without them. Yeah, everybody showed up for a big crowd in Bramlage last night. K-State beat Villanova by one point in overtime. You should not fear when Kansas State goes into overtime under Coach Tang. Wildcats are now 9-0 and in overtime games under Coach Tang. Get that thing done in the extra five minutes. Nice win for the Wildcats. Kansas State is now 7-2 on the season. We had men's basketball action in Lawrence last night. The number two ranked team in the nation, Kansas, taking on the Ruse of Kansas City. Uh, This was a single-digit game with under four minutes to go. So KU KU did go on a 10-0 run very late in the game, so the final score not quite as close as it seemed. Kansas beat the Ruse 88-69. Kevin McCuller Jr. had a career-high 25 points for the Jayhawks, who have never lost to the Ruse. KU improves to 8-1 on the season. College volleyball. We have the quarterfinals of the NIVC tournament, the Great Eight, and it's in Wichita tonight. 
Shocker volleyball team hosting Drake. That'll be a 6.30 start at Coke Arena tonight. It's their first meeting in seven years since the Shockers left the Missouri Valley Conference to join the American Conference. Uh, Drake narrowly missed getting into the NCAA tournament as an at-large team. It's a couple of good teams tonight. Drake and the Shockers volleyball action 6.30 this evening at Coke Arena in the quarterfinals of the NIVC. Juco men's basketball tonight, 17th-ranked Butler Community College on the road at Garden City. Dennis Higgins will have live coverage of Butler basketball at 7.15 tonight. That's over on KFH. Butler is with a record of 8-2 on the season, ranked 17th in the nation. Major League Baseball, the Kansas City Royals had the second-worst record in the major leagues last year. Did they get the number two draft pick next summer? No. The draft lottery puts the Royals at number six pick. Second straight year, the Royals have kind of been screwed in the baseball draft lottery. Last year, they dropped three spots lower than they perhaps should. This year, they dropped four spots lower than they should. And even worse, two teams in their own division that finished better than them get draft picks higher than them, the Cleveland Guardians and the Chicago White Sox. Oh, boy. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, uh, pro basketball in the NBA, the quarterfinals of the in-season tournament. The Milwaukee Bucks win at home beat the New York Knicks 146-122. to 122. Of course, the head coach of the Bucks in his rookie year as head coach is Wichita's Adrian Griffin. 5-0 and in the tournament are the Bucks. They've won nine straight home games. They're in the number two spot wow. in the Eastern Conference. Coach Griffin doing a great job in his sure rookie is. campaign with the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> and 70 years ago on this day, Walt Angle passed away in Wichita at the age of 63. Who is Walt, Walt Angle? Angle? Why is he important? Don't know. Well, he's a guy that uh, got into real estate. Here in Wichita, and he developed something called the Westlink Golf Course in 1928. He owned and operated Westlink for 20 years, and then uh, they kind of upgraded it, and he and a bunch of others turned it into Rolling, Rolling Hills. Hills Country Club in yeah. the late 40s after the war, and it became a very historic golf course. Of course, when he, of course, when he puts that course out there in the late 20s, that was outside the city limits. Way that out. was way out west. That oh, was yeah. by Maple and Mays Road. Yeah. Way out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, I know where it is. Yeah, <laughs> and then Rolling Hills. So it's a historic golf course in Wichita. It's been around nearly a century now. Walt Angle is the guy that developed all that and made that possible. He passed away 70 years ago on this day at the age of 63. Well, growing up out there, I had several buddies who were members of the mm-hmm. country club. We were not. We didn't play golf at our house, and we couldn't afford it. But uh, we did have a summer job that was really interesting. They brought in loads of sand for the sand traps, and they needed it spread out, so they hired about 12 of us for a one-day job. And I'll tell you what, that's not that's tough work. You know that course. Yeah, from the sand trap up. Yep. That's the only thing I know about it. <laughs> anyway, beautiful place out there. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. All right, Steve and Ted, it's uh, 622 now. I keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta this morning. Can you harness your anger? What do you think? Can you, Ted? Yeah, Ted's dead. No! He's, he's, he's annoyed with me. He's left the room. Can you harness your anger? That's right, Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Coming up, Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Good morning, Steve. Back in Zosh, Ted Woodward. 6.30 here on this Wednesday morning. And a frosty 29 degrees. A man was shot at a motel in West Wichita Tuesday evening. This was in the 8900 block of West Kellogg. Police found a man in his early 20s with a gunshot wound to his leg. 
He was hospitalized with non-life-threatening injuries. Police say the victim knows the man who shot him. The alleged suspect is not identified. The Wichita City Council has approved the purchase of five new fire engines and the equipment for each of them. The city will order the new apparatus as soon as possible, but the delivery will take around two years. The fire department is currently waiting for the arrival of trucks from a past purchase, and those are expected early next year. The new engines will cost the city $5.69 million and the equipment to outfit them an additional $358,000. Wichita police will receive new body-worn cameras, tasers, and other equipment as part of a new 10-year contract with Axon. The agreement will cost the city nearly $2.7 million next year, around $2.4 million in 2025, with a 4% increase in the contract each year from 2026 through 2033. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Sedgwick County Commissioner David Dennis will not be running for re-election. Dennis has represented District 3 since 2016. Sedgwick County Commission Chair Pete Meitzner tells KNSS News. He's been talking about that privately. and uh, I mean, he, he's very comfortable that, that he's not going to run and feels that he's served. And he's already retired from the Air Force. He was a, a colonel in the Air Force, and uh, he's had a nice career. So him and his wife, Janet, you know, they're, they're going to they're gonna enjoy the retirement life. Meitner commented during his weekly appearance on the Steve and Ted in the Morning Show on KNSS. FBI Director Christopher Wray is warning that the terror threat against the United States is at an unseen level. Fox's Marianne Rafferty with more. FBI Director Christopher Wray telling lawmakers that he's never seen a time with so many threats elevated at once, waving a big red flag about the likelihood of attacks on the homeland. Now, Wray's renewed warning comes just weeks after he told Congress that the threat of an attack against Americans in the United States is at a, quote, whole other level. He again pointed to the escalating conflict between Israel and Hamas, as well as ramped up attacks by Iran and its proxies as two major reasons for that heightened alert. Ray added that consequences are key for deterrence. Ray says Hamas's October 7th attack in Israel sparked calls for attacks on the United States. The owners of a Colorado funeral home accused of mishandling remains made their first appearance before a judge Tuesday. John and Carrie Halford stand accused of abusing corpses, stealing, money laundering, and forging documents as part of a total of 260 criminal charges against them. Relatives who knew or feared their loved ones were among the 190 abandoned bodies found decomposing at the Return to Nature funeral home attended Tuesday's hearing. The Colorado Springs-based funeral home, known for ecologically friendly services, is where investigators in October discovered stacked bodies, some dead since 2019, with families believing their loved ones had been cremated. The Halfords were arrested in Oklahoma last month after allegedly fleeing Colorado to avoid prosecution. The EPA announced Monday that the return to nature funeral home will be demolished next month. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. A six-year-old Portland, Oregon boy was mauled by dogs while getting ready for school. Police called to the horrifying scene Tuesday morning and were greeted at the door by a woman soaked in blood. The woman, a friend of the boy's grandmother, told police her large Great Dane Mistiff Mixes jumped on the boy after he followed her into the garage. He was pronounced dead at the scene. The woman was hospitalized with minor injuries. Police say the boy had been dropped off by his grandmother at the woman's home to be taken to school. Chris DeMeo, Fox News. Now look at the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. With a clear sky, chilly here in Wichita this morning, it is going to be sunny and breezy throughout today. 
A ridge of high pressure building in will bring us sunshine with a high 58 this afternoon. Clear tonight, Tello 43, sunny breezy through much of Thursday with a high 65. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. And now we've got a clear sky, 29 degrees and a south wind at 7 miles per hour. Stephen Ted of the morning here on December 6, 2023. This is Stephen Ted, show number 6,562. We've been uh, doing a show together since uh, January of 1998. Wasn't it January 1998? I believe it was January 1998. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. 6,562 shows. December 6th, on this date in 1923, a presidential address was broadcast on radio for the first time as Calvin Coolidge spoke to a joint session of Congress. 1923, Silent Cal on the airwaves. wonder if we started with any... Uh, anecdotes or jokes before he went into Sure he did not. <laughs> From what I've heard of Calvin Coolidge, no, probably not. More than 40% of American adults are considered obese, yet the medications many take are rarely tested in bigger bodies. That's because they are not required to be included in drug studies. And often, they are explicitly excluded. Many prescription drugs and over-the-counter medications work differently at higher weights, so dosing may be wrong. Drugs can include medicines that treat serious infections, schizophrenia, and even common painkillers. Researchers want regulators and drug makers to study how new and existing drugs interact with obesity and update medication labels. Now, we have a problem with obesity in this country. 637, Stephen Ted, by the way, Shelly and I went, my wife and I went to shopping last night. Yes. And a little bit of Christmas shopping. I'll tell you Tell you about that coming up here in a few minutes with Steve and Ted. The uh, registered nurses uh, are going to be picketing. In fact, they're going to start at 7 o'clock this morning here in Wichita at the two uh, Ascension hospitals in Kansas, St. Francis and uh, St. Joseph here in Wichita. And of course, they're uh, striking. And the nurses, uh, uh, they've had some grievances, and they haven't been met, apparently, by to their satisfaction. So they're, they're going to be on the picket line from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m., and they're going to have a rally at 9 a.m. Uh, this morning. And they're going to have a back-to-work rally on December 7th and return-to-work delegation on December 10th. They can't, as we understand, can't go. the strikers can't go back to work until the replacements have had four days of work. Mm-hmm. That's the way it works. So if you see uh, the RNs out there on the picket line today, that's what it's all about. Uh, a lot of problems in the, in the medical field right now. Of course, a lot of it got on from COVID, and we had people... We lost a lot of people who left nursing and mm-hmm. and, and uh, trying to get some more folks in there all the time. All right, Ted, uh, let's see what we got coming up about an hour from now. We'll talk with uh, Tom Hine, Kansas Department of Transportation. And he's we're going to have him too many more times here. I think he's going to retire, what, the end of the year? Oh, really? Yeah. I don't think I knew. Did you? Uh, maybe you weren't here that day. He told us he was going to retire. Hmm. Yeah, he's going to retire uh, from several years, a number of years at KDOT, obviously. This after uh, Friday afternoon, I'm going to go to Taco Bell, 21st and Ridge, out in the west side of Wichita. This will be in the 5 o'clock hour, and we have $98 in cash, which I will give to some lucky person just driving through. It's uh, it's at random, uh, but it's a fun way to, to spend the holidays with a little extra spending money from Taco Bell and KNSS. $98. Bucks. That's on Friday afternoon again, 21st and Ridge. Very good. New movie coming in at... Uh, Wonka at the Boulevard in Town West, and we will tell you later on this morning how you can get a couple of tickets 
to go to the movies. This is Thursday, December 14th at 7 p.m., just one showing. We've got tickets for that. We're going to be telling you how to win that here later on this morning. Sounds good. 639, Steve and Ted here on KNSS. Time for the KNSS Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities. Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. Yesterday, the cattle complex enjoyed a turnaround Tuesday to the upside and closed with triple-digit gains. Now, most contracts recovered their losses for Monday. Once again, trading was mostly on the technical side, and there were a couple thousand head of cattle traded in Kansas yesterday at $170 to $171. Box beef prices continued to slide lower, and lean hogs traded lower and closed negative with several contracts having triple-digit losses. On the close, Feb live cattle were $1.90 higher. 168.97 January feeders four dollars seventeen cents higher two fourteen seventy and Febbling hogs down a dollar forty five at sixty nine thirty five. Well, Tuesday the Kansas City wheat had its highest trade since November eighth and Chicago wheat the highest since September seventh. China bought U.S. soft red winter wheat for the second straight day yesterday and soybeans had its lowest trade since October thirteenth but closed slightly positive. Crude oil and heating oil yesterday had their lowest trade since mid July. At the moment, we have a lot of upside. March Kansas City wheat six cents higher at six sixty-eight and three quarters. March corn up two pennies at four ninety-two and a half. January beans five and three quarter cents higher at thirteen eleven and one quarter. January crude oil down sixty-two cents at seventy-one dollars seventy cents. February gold up five dollars and ninety cents at two thousand forty-two twenty. December S and P seven and three quarter points higher at forty-five hundred eighty-three. December dollar index unchanged at one hundred four dollars and four cents. And December down. Jones futures 36 points higher at 36,225. For commodity trading, ag marketing, or managed trading programs, contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. Tom, my dear wife and I were out uh, doing some errands last night, and uh, we would have to say, yes, Christmas shopping, pick up a couple of items. And uh, have you begun your, uh, I guess you don't Christmas shop, you let the wife do all of it, don't you? That's exactly right. You know, it's got to be done right and corrective, so, you know, I stay out of it. When you come over with the big, with that big fat wallet of yours, though, and open it up and all the moths fly out, <laughs> and then you, you grab a couple of 50s, and that's, that's Christmas, right? That's kind of the way it works. I'm, I'm envisioning this. I'm sure that's not the way it works. Uh, <laughs> you think? It sounded good. It sounds good. I imagine you're quite a giving person. I bet you, you like to give more than receive. I bet you when it's time to pay your income taxes, you're singing singing all the way to the bank, right? Oh, yeah. I'm disappointed every time they're not asking for more. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see what we can do about that for you. You know, that kind of statement can get you put in the nut house. I know. You've lost it there. All right. Thank you, sir. 642 Steve and Ted. Coming up, we got Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker. Buy, borrow, die. Oh, my. Sounds like the ghost of Christmas future there. Sounds going to sound cheery, doesn't it? Don Grant coming up, Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Stephen Ted of the morning, KNSS. 6.47 here on this Wednesday morning. Three big things. 
Special Advisory Board approves external audit of 911 procedures after fatal apartment fire in East Wichita. Wichita City Council approves millions for millions, that is, for police raises and bonuses. Four Republican presidential hopefuls debate tonight in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Donald Trump will not be on stage. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS. Traffic volumes picking up. Still not seeing any uh, major issues out there on the roadways just yet. One minor one, stalled out vehicle, eastbound K96, and that is pretty close to the ramp from Rock Road. You want to watch out for a slowdown there. It usually gets pretty heavy this about this time every morning. Traffic on KNSS is brought to you by Joe DeBrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Now they've got two convenient locations, downtown at Market and Waterman and at 47th Street South and Broadway in the former Kmart building there. You can see it all at carlstire.com. Carl's Goodyear, your home for complete car care. Sunny today with a high of 58 degrees. Clear tonight, the overnight low 43. Thursday, sunny, breezy, and warmer with a high of 66 degrees. Now a clear sky, 29 degrees, a south wind at 7 miles per hour. You know what makes a great gift? Anything from the Monarch. Shop local for your whiskey lover. With gift cards, apparel, and glassware, the Monarch. West Douglas in historic Delano. Here's another indication of the health of the job market. Workers have apparently quit quitting at the rate they did in the past few years, according to the latest data from the Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey, or JOLTS, which found job openings plunged to their lowest level since March of 2021. In October, there were 8.733 million job openings, falling short of the roughly 9.3 million expected. Openings decreased in healthcare and social assistance, finance and insurance, and real estate and rental and leasing. Openings increased in information, and the services sector expanded for an 11th straight month. Lillian Wu, Fox News. Wall Street's keeping an eye on those jobs. The major averages closing mixed as investors remain cautious before Friday's jobs report for November. The data could set the tone for next week's Fed meeting. And the price of Bitcoin climbing above $43,000. Shares of CVS rose over 3% after the pharmacy chain provided higher than expected revenue guidance for next year and announced a revamp of its prescription drug pricing model. Apple stock popping 2%, closing with a market capitalization above $3 trillion for the first time since August. The Dow went Apple, Microsoft, and United Health Group, the Dow Decliners, Goldman Sachs, American Express, and Procter and Gamble. The Dow falling 80 points, the Nasdaq up 44, SP 500 down 3. Hillary Barsky, Fox News. Buy, borrow, die. <laughs> Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker, with us this morning. Good morning, Don. Good morning, Steve and Ted. Investing allows for you to build wealth. Paying taxes on investment gain takes a huge chunk from what you can keep. Many wealthy investors have learned to minimize their tax liability and conserve a bit more of their wealth. Back in the 90s, American tax law professor at USC, Ed McCaffrey, recognized that the wealthy were doing, and and he recognized what they were doing, and he coined a strategy called buy, borrow, die. McCaffrey's observations, uh, uh, he, more, than, more than two decades ago, it has recently reemerged. Several media have used IRS data to show how the rich pay far less in income taxes than working-class Americans. 
we often assume that wealthy uh, they deploy teams of experienced tax attorneys and they're looking to find loopholes in the tax system that allow them to stop start paying what they what they should have. Uh, McCaffrey believes that it's much more simple than that, and here's how it works, or he says it works. They buy, they borrow, then they die, and they, here's how it works. Buy uh, uh, an asset that appreciates in value without producing active income, art, stocks, rare cars, wine, and certain types of real estate. Borrow, that would be against that asset. Use it as collateral for loans. Leveraging allows you to essentially uh, monetize the asset without selling it. The borrowed money is what you live off of. Die. Under current tax law, you can avoid paying any capital gains by passing it on to a spouse or kids. It will be stepped up in value, allowing heirs to immediately sell the asset and pay no capital gains. While you're alive, assets that are not sold, not producing income, aren't taxed no matter how much they increase in value. The money that you borrow isn't taxed either. And whatever interest you pay typically is less than the income or the capital gains tax rate. In some cases, you may be able to write off the interest against the passive income received from that asset. Real estate is often used as an underlying asset. Advantages are that it can produce income, but that's taxable. However, it can cover the interest you'll pay Work with your tax specialist before investing in anything like this or trying to pull off something like this yourself. You want to make sure that you're doing it correctly so you don't end up paying more taxes than you should. And, of course, if you have any questions, give me a call over at Sabre Wealth. The number is 267-0600. How are you doing with your uh, your illness, Eric? My Amen. illness is is it, it's just hanging there. Yeah. It's the weirdest, weirdest thing. I've Lingering. Had. Yeah, a little, little, little sinus pressure, yep. and then uh, obviously affecting my voice. But uh, other than that, I don't, I, I don't have any lack of energy or anything. It seems like I'm you're here plugging along. We yeah. appreciate your effort. This well, morning. I appreciate yeah. you having me. Today is Saint Nicholas Day. Ah, recognizing the third century saint who became an inspiration for modern day Santa Claus. Wow, Saint Nicholas is known for selling all his possessions and giving his money to the poor. Raised as a devout Christian, St. Nicholas dedicated his whole life to serving the sick and suffering. So there's a good role model for mm-hmm. you, St. Nick. But he wasn't a big, fat, robust, Coca-Cola-looking kind of Santa, was he? He was a I'll bet he wasn't. skinny probably had a beard. guy carrying a cane. Yeah, probably kind of a ratty beard. And, yeah. yeah. He didn't live at the North Pole either, did he? He probably didn't have a red in turkey. He was in he Turkey. Lived in Turkey? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Bishop yeah. of Turkey. Yeah. yeah, okay. They don't have red suits in Turkey either, so. I don't think so. <laughs> oh, the bishops wear red. That's true. Over the years, we've kind of built up the legend there. Yeah. Santa Claus. Uh, good old St. Nick. All right, guys. St. Nicholas Day. Stephen Ted of the morning here on KNSS. Coming up 7 o'clock, top of the hour news with Stephen Ted. We're going to cover the story of the Republican presidential debate tonight. And uh, also, we've had the report of a, a fatal shooting in South Wichita this morning. That's on, on the way with Stephen Ted here on KNSS.
Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC, member of FINRA SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.